Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. If you can't handle that, you should probably leave. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. Alternate ending to uh, a fucking what is this? Book it's called? not an alternate ending. Well, it already ended. One pink rose. <laughs> the second ending the to the se- ending. Second ending. The the post ending. So welcome back to another episode of Bustles and Bangers with your hosts Rachel and Christopher. Yep. Yo. Yep. 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 Uh, so um, if you are joining us today, we are finishing this book by Julie Garwood called One Pink Rose, and it is a first novel of the Claiborne Brides. And I hope to goodness that we never find any of the other novels. We. I hope not, because <laughs> this one's been pretty rough. I would not. I don't think I could. I Travis did. has been shot, yeah. raped, slapped, beat up, <laughs> as far as we know. Good lord, yeah, poor Travis. I didn't know this was that kind of book. I <clears> thought <throat> this was a man and lady thing. Yeah, and he's had everything taken away from him, including his vengeance, right? Basically, by Daniel. Yeah, what's his Ryan. name? Ryan. Yes. Daniel Ryan. So, oh no, I think I got a burp coming on. Uh, well, let it rip, girl. Let's do it. No, it's not happening. Okay, it was just teasing me. <clears throat> so, um, recap: we are at a point where Travis, main character, has gotten Emily secondary main character to the front door of the house that she thought she was that was going to be a nice big house and she thought she was going to marry a nice poetic gentleman Mm. that was not the case turned out to be three goblin brothers yes some trash ass people Mm. who were basically going to share her like three guys to one girl and they were all dirty filthy horrible people uh emily when they wrote up she lied said that she was not emily finnegan and that that chick was back behind them and they took a wrong turn i didn't tell you that last time Mm. they they lied and said Mm -hmm. they took a wrong turn um and so then they thought the trashy brothers thought they could kill travis and keep that woman and wait for emily who they thought was a Mm. different person to Mm -hmm. come and keep two brides Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. basically hostage situation blah 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 I guess back then, you know, who are you going to, you know, who's, who are you going to tell, how are you going to get away? Um, so we are starting our last episode of the Pink Rose uh, on chapter 10. That's where we're starting. Yeah. At, the, at the beginning of 
the second ending. Yeah, because Christopher wished that it had ended last time. I thought it was wrapped up really nicely at the end of chapter Well, because if you remember at the end, it said that Travis was going to go find Emily because she left him oh, yeah, with Daniel. while he was passed out. Yeah, she left with Daniel Ryan, and Travis was passed out in the bed at John and Millie's. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it wasn't his deathbed. The doctor said he was going to recover. It's his life bed. So here's the deal. Emily was headed back home. She mm-hmm. just thought the guilt she was guilt ridden for maybe almost getting travis killed and she knew she wasn't marrying o'toole and now o'toole's dead daniel ryan killed him and his brother Mm -hmm. and so she thinks she needs to just go back home she thinks she just needs to go back home that she's she's just trouble for everybody so she's going back home all right i made it to the end i'm tired yeah so They were the talk of the town. Mm. Oh, sorry. Let me recap a little bit so you understand what's you about to happen. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, I forgot. Remember, One-Eyed Jack yeah. was helpful mm. in and the she gun shootout. He said, yeah, I'll, I'll help you f- for a price. Yeah. And it was a date. Uh-huh. So here's where we are. At the date. Yes. Excellent. They were the talk of the town. People started gathering in the middle of the afternoon, and within an hour, the Pritchard Hotel was packed to capacity. The overflow spilled out into the street, and more lined the walkway on the other side. Traffic came to a standstill. Shops closed early, and chores were all but forgotten. This was a momentous occasion, after all, and no one wanted to miss it. They're getting married. It's not a date. (laughs) The clock inside the lobby began to chime the hour, and at 6 o'clock on the dot on Saturday evening, one-eyed Jack Hanrahan, no, Hanrahan. 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 All right. Came sashaying into the hotel, looking mm. just about as fine as a man could look. Mm. Now, if you remember, they used to say Jack was really like scroungy, not as dirty as O'Toole, but you know, kind of scroungy. It. Like yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't want to mess with this guy. Oh, and people usually said that they didn't think he took a bath. Uh-huh. But okay, still, the way fella. she described O'Toole was way, way filthier. Worse, yeah, yeah okay. and she actually liked Jack. They got mm. along quite well. Very he well. Was a In nice fact, man. they're getting married right now. Yeah. So here's something that might appeal to you, my mm. lovely gambler. Money started changing hands immediately. Uh-oh. Some of the men in town had bet Jack wouldn't show up. Others had been just as certain he would. Olson, the proprietor of the establishment, didn't believe in gambling, but he still managed to make a small fortune for himself and his staff because he'd been clever enough to charge admission to enter the dining room. The first cover charge. Yeah. All right. Um. So... Sorry, I've kind of like tried to develop this strategy and I have to check my notes and my thing is in a glare. So let me see where I'm at. All right. She was stunning. Mm. Dressed for a formal ball, she wore a full-length shimmering gold gown with a modestly revealing neckline meant to entice men. And listen, I'm an idiot sometimes when it comes to words. Um, This is placate or placid? Placate? Mike, do you know this word? <laughs> Yelling at him. Spell the word for me. P-L-A-C-A-T-E. Placate. <sighs> I'm an idiot. I'm a loser. Uh, delete all that stuff. <laughs> we sound like we're dumb. Placate. <laughs> all right, let me start over. Well, when I read it on my own, I didn't know either. And look at me not even Googling it. I'm not mm. even trying. My phone's dead. <laughs> no, I meant like when I was researching. Oh, look I at didn't you. even Google it when mm-hmm. I researched. Damn it. All right, it's so the kind of research we put in. To entice men and placate women. Mm. Caped fucking or capped. C A P P E D. Is that caped or capped? Capped. Ugh. It's capped. 
God, I need to go back to school. <laughs> Fuck my life. All right. Capped sleeves and a fitted bodice. I knew that one. Mm. That showed off her figure to perfection. The skirt was full and fell in soft folds around her golden slippers. And when she moved toward the top step, the fabric sparkled and glittered in the candlelight. Travis. Oh, Travis. Wait. Uh-oh. Hold on to your britches. Travis watched her from the entrance to the alcove behind the counter. While the crowd would probably never forget what she wore, he was far more enamored by the warmth that came into her eyes. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she found Jack in the sea of faces below her and smiled at him. This sounds like the porn I want to be in. This sounds like it's going to get hot and heavy in here. <laughs> She's got an audience and everything. Mm. Travis moved back into the dark before she turned toward him. going to assassinate somebody. He was there only to make certain there wasn't any trouble, and unless it was absolutely necessary, he wasn't going to interfere. Mm. The evening belonged to Jack Hanrahan, Hanrahan. but tomorrow belonged to him. Uh-oh. So I don't know. Wait, hold up. Okay, so Jack gets to take her out, and he gets her for that night? Uh, I don't know, man. This You'd is what... hall pass, <coughs> and she picked one-eyed Jack. Oop. All right. Well, she owed it to him for saving Travis's That's life. That's right. This is a debt being paid right here. But Some see, now listen, as far as you know, she might not have... Midwestern fucking 1980s butt. Well, listen. Like 1800s <coughs> butt, huh? As far as you know, she hasn't even talked to Travis as far as you know. Oh, I know, but true. you don't know. Oh. So you don't know nothing. All right, I'm shut up, then. <laughs> So, here we are. Mm -hmm. For the hardworking people in Pritchard, it just kept getting better and better after that. After they got hand, you know, she took his hand and blah, blah, blah. Sorry, excuse me. It was indeed a magical night for everyone. For not only did Jack eat with utensils, he also patiently waited after supper for the servants. Jeez. And everybody's just watching him like a fucking panda. Everybody's sitting at. Yeah, like I don't even know if people are (laughs) eating dinner. This animal eating with a fork. I know. I don't even know if people are eating dinner if they're all standing around weirdly. No, Um, they're probably all just like serious, just staring. Yeah. Uh, He also patiently waited after supper. And I know you love that word mm-hmm. for the Supper. servants to remove the tables from the center of the room. So he and Emily could dance. There were only, they were the only couple on the floor. Jack stunned everyone. Once again, when he took Emily into his arms, the couple glided around the room to the gyrating sounds of Billy Bob and Joe boys band. Damn, Who so we're getting rock that, and uh, roll issue. One eyed Jack would be a fucking fighter, a lifesaver, <laughs> a savior, and a fucking scooter dude. <laughs> scooter dude. Dang. Uh, so he oozed charm as well. Dang. Earlier he was a fucking. Good. They were oof, uh, making this, so much fun of him for being a trash baby, weren't yeah. they? Like, well, this I think he's trying to show up the town and he saw an opportunity. I mean, Emily made that bet with him, so now he's probably, you know, kind of like dealing with the same situation. Mm. I thought when I was reading uh, this, I'm, I thought I'm it was another He's bet. my favorite male character in this whole book. Yeah, well, I kind of like Travis because even though you talk I shit about Travis, listen, don't like Travis. he reminds me of you sometimes. He does. That's why I don't like he him. He does. Well, gosh darn it. All right. The crowd decided, oh, and Miss mm. Emily Finnegan, the crowd decided, was having the time of her life. So as far as the crowd knows, Emily's there of her own free will and not a deal. None of the crowd knows that Emily made this deal. They think he's actually got a date. So he must have been around town saying, I got this lady. And they're like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, boom, watch this. Yeah, I put it in her butt last night. Yeah. So, all right. You keep moving my That's <laughs> Travis Clayhorn's future bride. I just Clayborn Clayhorn. <laughs> when I say Clayhorn, I Clayhorn Clay her. is probably, stop it. 
Stop moving my notes. Clay maybe is what dildos were made of back then. What would mm. you have made? Did, was there sex toys? Oh yeah, dude. They found like ancient ones I made sure out of like I sure hope they didn't use wood back in the day. You think they could chisel rock? No, nah, dude. You just it was definitely hand. wood. See? Oh, yeah. that's dangerous. That's where it came I mean, from. Think like, about think about the fact that they had wooden teeth. I know, yeah. but yeah. that everything makes, was wood. That makes a little sense, but Jesus, I would yeah. never. Yeah. I would never. A lot of people die. They from just splinters. whittle it down like this. Oh Look. my God, my! You just rub it like this. The wood? Yeah, for years. To move smooth it out. Yeah. So like, Grandma this will start this when she's crotch. like twelve. No. We'll start doing this. And like, oh, when you hit puberty, it's like a, no, no, you gotta no, no. you gotta she just earn will whittle your... this thing down, and then she'll pass it down to her daughter. No. And her daughter will sit there and do like this, and one day no. the granddaughter, why, when she it comes would be to so age, tiny. Will have a fucking perfectly smooth. <laughs> it's so two generation old dildo that she I gets shoved in her down. butt. Dude, no, thank it's you. It's like the rivers forming uh, oh, a great yeah. canyon. It is. It's a beautiful thing, actually. No, uh, I think they wrote still, about it in Native American lore. It's still mother effing <laughs> wood, and who in their right freaking mind? Uh, I mean, I don't know. All we did. Of us. We did talk about a dolphins bed. will bite other fish in half and jerk off with their heads. But do you remember in the last book we read what the fuck was it called? Oh shit, I'm already forgetting. Abby, what was oh, it? The no, two-timing man. Remember the bedpost joke? Yeah, no. So I guess no. I can see how if it's smooth, you trust it, but I don't trust it. She Not, got locked onto it, though, mm, didn't she? Yeah, she passed, no, she didn't yeah, actually. She, that she wasn't really a the book. ledge that was too wide for. Her. Would you please uh, put your mouth yeah. on it? I put, like when you put your mouth on it. <laughs> I love you. I just keep fixing my posture so like the mic well, keeps moving. Well, just move it with you. I Hold to, it. I have to hang on yeah. to it. Sorry, we're all figuring this out. We're experimenting. All right, so um, where were we? The They're end. dancing. They're dancing. Okay. <clears throat> he waited until Emily had gone upstairs, then turned and strutted out of the lobby as content as a man can be. By the time he'd reached the street, the eye patch. Oh, by the way, Jack wore an eye patch yeah, one eye over jacket. his one eye. I know, but he was looking, trying to look dapper, so it's classy. Oh, so he's blind now because he has a one no, missing eye and then an eye patch over his good eye. How's he know how to dance? <laughs> So he was trying to look dapper and nice. Mm. Um, his eye patch was on the ground behind him. The jacket was draped over a hitching post and his tie was in the water trough. So he was like, fuck this. I'm out. I'm done. Remember, he said, don't get any ideas, Emily. I'm not trying to marry you. I just got a deal. You know, I need you to do. And then Jack Hanrahan, they all knew and feared, was back again. The and the ha Jack Hanrahan. I suck at this. Who asked me so to he read? Used to say, Look, I can clean up nicely, but y'all can still go fuck yourselves. Basically, I'm so right. see, yeah. Jack is my favorite character. Maybe you're a mix between the characters. <clears throat> Jack's you know. my favorite. It's like, look, I can I can go all the way to the top, and I want to go back to the bottom. Yeah. where my friends are. Yes. Well, he didn't have any. How do you know? Just because Travis I didn't want to acknowledge about them, it. or fucking nobody liked him. Ju it says Julie Garwood wouldn't dare him. talk about fucking <laughs> one-eyed Jack's friends. Jack Are you made me? Julie write this. Yeah, don't so. fucking talk about. Uh-uh. 
That's out of your league, Julie Garwood. Emily had just gotten into bed and pulled the covers up when she heard the scrape of a chair or crate being dragged along the hallway floor. Because keep in mind, she's staying at the hotel this night. Right. Because she's still trying to travel back home. Yeah, she loves she's this not place. at home. She's not back home to no, her I home know. yet. She's back she's in the hotel. She's halfway. No, not Million John's. It's a different hotel. Oh, a different hotel. Yeah. So she like traveled from Million John's back to Pritchard to do the deal with Jack, and then she's headed back home, 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 home. Because she's like. She's like from New York or something. I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> she got up to make sure the lock was secured, you know. Yeah. She had remembered to turn the lock after all. She leaned against the door for several minutes. Blessedly, the sound wasn't repeated, and she decided then that whoever or whatever it was had gone away. She returned to her bed and got down to the more important business at oh, hand. Oh, shit. It's time to get this thing off. She desperately needed to cry. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I love crying bitches, dude. And she ferv- fervently, sorry, girl, she fervently hoped that by the time she was finished, she would have gotten Travis out of her mind. <laughs> okay, so she's crying and rubbing her bean. Yeah, she okay. didn't succeed, though. Crying didn't help one bit. It was time to go home. All right, so here we are, chapter 11. I'm getting hot now, so. So at this point, Emily has overslept, and she's rushing to leave town, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, of course, got to get into, like, a carriage. And uh, Travis shows up. Oh. Okay, so she's running out to this carriage. She's loading up all her stuff, and the the carriage rider, the carriage driver, mm-hmm. um, he's like telling her all the rules. You know, don't get out of the house. Don't put your hands out, out of the, the house. fucking. Yes, basically, don't. Well, basically, inside. he tells her if you hear gunshots or this and that, don't stick your head out, hunker down, because you know they were getting robbed back then. So she does exactly what he says not to fucking do, and she sticks her head out, and she's like, "What's going on?" And he says, Travis Claiborne's what's happening, ma'am. She didn't even have time to react to Kelly's explanation, Kelly's the driver, Mm. before Travis's roar filled the carriage. Roar. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Okay, Emily Finnegan, get out of that stagecoach. I want a word with you. Oh, shit. She was so startled by the command, she struck her head when she jumped back against the seat. She only stayed there a second or two, then she leaned out the window again. So... I heard what you did to One-Eyed Jack and little One-Eyed Jack, and I'm not happy about it. We shared a moment in that hotel. Yeah, you never touched my One-Eyed Jack. Well, she tried, and he fucking turned well, around no, and walked out the door. He that tried, and she stuff. said no. That was the case. He put it on her. He should have just been like, look, I'm going to take it. She the, wanted it. She wanted him he to take it. He should have just made a decision. I know. Don't ever bitch, ask dude. us if we're just as hot and heavy and we're kissing you back. Uh, do you think you're morally implied to do this? Uh, she wasn't even drunk. I know, dude. Just get after <clears> it. <throat> so she starts trying to tell the driver just to go, which is like, what? Go, 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 okay. go, go. And, uh, <laughs> this man got she, shot for me, and I don't want to repay it. She's like saying that she thinks Travis will give her his gun, and Kelly's like, I'd be real surprised if Travis lets you have his gun, ma'am. Emily ignored the driver. Is he like a famous stagecoach robber all I of a sudden? Know. Fucking Travis is, I thought he was just some hillbilly fuck that was paid to, like, deliver somebody to a doorstep well and maybe pritchard i don't know maybe that's pritchard where he's that from. place sounds real tough too so yeah. he may be the fucking big balls around there i guess so she goes out there to talk to him and she's acting all timid like he's gonna hurt her i don't yeah. it's so stupid she's so back and forth wishy-washy but i don't know yeah, well. so uh 
blah, blah, blah. You were really going to do it, weren't you, Emily? Mm. Do what? Leave without saying goodbye. Oh, damn. Travis, please lower your voice. You're drawing a crowd. She turned to the boardwalk on her left and waved her hand at the group of men and women gathered there. (laughs) You there, move along, please. Go on now. When she noticed no one paid any attention to her request, she added a frown and then turned back to Travis. Yes, I was going to say goodbye. Is that so? Were you planning to shout it out the window of the stagecoach on your way out of town? No, I wasn't going to shout it. I was going to write you a letter. (laughs) His frown intensified. You're going to get a text message, my guy. Dude, he gets pissed about that. He didn't like hearing that bit of news at all. You were going to write... She held her ground for a second or two. She thought Travis was going to keep on coming and walk right over there. But fortunately... Kelly pulled his shotgun and smoked Travis. <laughs> he stopped when he was a couple of feet away. She considered backing away from him, then changed her mind. Blah, blah, blah. This is so gay. Stupid. Sorry. Whatever. <laughs> um, she was the one with the broken heart. For the Aww. love of God. And he had only gotten shot. And he had only gotten shot. Got he had only gotten shot? Yeah. Sorry, y'all. That's what I said, man. Quit being a little bitch, Travis. Let me get this straight, he snapped. You were hell-bent on going up the crest, going up to crest so you could tell O'Toole face-to-face that you changed your mind, that you weren't going to marry him, but Mm. you didn't think you owed me the same consideration? Nope. So. You're a delivery boy, my guy. Yeah. You're a package boy. So. She's like, I'm all O'Toole butter, and you are a package boy. (laughs) I can't believe it wasn't O'Toole butter's. So uh, she's basically saying if she if she had told him that she was just going to apologize, he wouldn't have taken her. And he's like, I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gotten shot either, and you wouldn't be in such a dangerous position. And by the way, Miss Finnegan, be ready to st- fucking slap the shit out of you. No, yeah, pistol whip. <laughs> you won't be step. Oh, he says this. And by the way, Miss Finnegan, you won't be stepping out with any other man ever again. Not even Jack Hanrahan. You got that. She says, murder's frowned upon in these parts, Mr. Claiborne. Do you have any idea what would have happened to you if those bastards had gotten hold of you? So he doesn't even explain what he meant by that. But they they just go on bitching at each other still. Yeah, I was going to tell you is a whole fucking three chapters of them bitching at each other. And they're going to fuck at the end. That's going to be it. Oh, yeah, my microphone keeps fucking That isn't why I came after you. Then why did you come here? All right, blah, blah, blah. Don't you... Pe- oh, she's still talking to the crowd. Don't you people have chores to do? Just private conversation. Move away now. All right. Well, Travis, why did you come after me? I thought I wanted to give you a piece of my mind, he began. Oh. She interrupted him. I wouldn't if I were you. You can't afford it. Now, if you don't mind... I know, like, damn. damn. I'd like to get back inside the coach and be on my way. The driver has a schedule to keep. Mr. Kelly, where are you going? She called out when she saw him running toward the man at the hitching post. <laughs> he's Just, taking off, man. He's out. He's making a bet. Everybody is betting. Damn it, Emily, pay attention to me, Travis says. She was suddenly so miserable inside, she wanted to scream. Why should I? Everything is your fault. You made me fall in love with you, and now I'm so upset I can't think or sleep or eat. She didn't realize what she'd blurted out until a woman behind her let out a little sigh. She loves him. Travis was looking outrageously complacent. I don't know how you can be both those things at once. Outrageous and complacent? <laughs> yeah, she put her hand out toward him again to try to <laughs> Get warn him Get in line, you off. angry little nerd. <laughs> <clears throat> so she says, I will recover from this affliction. Besides, loving you doesn't change a thing, so don't get any foolish notions. I'm going back to Boston. Okay, Boston. So mm-hmm. Boston. 
He said, no, you're not. No, you're not. Yes, I am. And nothing no, you say not. to me will it's change my mind. Shit, huh? You tell him, girl, a woman called out. Don't let no man push you around. If she loves him, oh, she ought to say so. Someone else shouted. We got the, the crowd arguing. They tried. She tries to walk away. He chases after oh, her. Course. The crowd chases after them. They boo. They cheer. Yeah. Then okay. she says, I vowed never to do another rash thing for the rest of my life. And staying here would not only She's be rash. joined a nunship. <laughs> it would also be sinful. I'm going home. How? Like, just marry him. Oh, sinful. Travis was getting madder and madder by the second. He was consumed with panic and didn't like that feeling at all. He couldn't let her leave him. Didn't she understand how important she was to him? Without her, mm-hmm. life wouldn't be worth living. He didn't want to live without her. That is repetitive. I didn't want to live without her. Without her, life wouldn't be worth that living. That is so stupidly and repetitive. Without her, I'd die. If <laughs> she were to leave, I'd fall down dead. <laughs> I just can't take another breath if she walks away. Julie Gar, I would be <laughs> interested to know what your take home was after writing this fucking. I don't want to hang shit, out with her. She's a very repetitive person, and that's a big pet peeve for me. So anyway, someone shouted, "She's leaving now. She'd be ruined if she stayed." Another person called out, "Amen!" Someone else shouted, "Like shut up!" All right. So she puts out her hand to Travis and to shake it goodbye. And he's like, you expect me to shake your hand? It would be the polite thing to do. Why are you smiling? (laughs) I'm a happy man. She was crushed by the sudden change in his attitude. Her hand dropped back down to her side. I'll write to you. That'll be nice. Will you write back? Sure, I will. Still doing this. So. There wasn't anything left to say. She turned to get back inside the stagecoach then. Just one thing he said. Oh, something left to say, huh, Travis? Yes. <laughs> kiss me goodbye. Oh, so bad. That's like you have that ex. Like, can I have that one last kiss? We broke some up. of us idiots fall for that, and it's Stupid. the stupidest Y'all thing. Are dumb falling I, for that. Look, hey, if I was leaving, you better say it to me. I'm not saying shit, dude. <gasps> oh my God. You're coming back. I'm not All gonna right. say anything. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere in the first place. Gosh darn it. All right, so here we are on chapter 12. This is the last chapter the last last chapter it's the last 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 chapter chapter nine was the real ending (laughs) (laughs) chapter nine was the real ending of this book i think yes chapter 12 of one peak rose here's how it starts she married a crazy man oh shit one-eyed jack got it done dude close the deal she was so happy she couldn't stop smiling she had even laughed out loud several times while she'd been in the bath for she was filled with such an abundance of joy and love she couldn't keep it all inside Mm -hmm. she was waiting now for her husband to join her (laughs) she stood at the bedroom window above the perkinson's parlor and stared out into the night while she brushed her hair she's a hooker now (laughs) the moon was beautiful tonight (laughs) and the sky I was alive night lady <laughs> a lady of the night mm-hmm. a lady of the evening an evening lady and in comes one eyed jack eye patch <laughs> removed jacket sprawled upon the fucking water trough the moon was beautiful tonight and the sky was alive with at least a hundred stars crickets were singing their nightly song in unison mm-hmm. the scent of pine filled the air and everything seemed magical the long stemmed pink rose Travis had given her before the wedding ceremony was in the vase on the table beside her. What a nice wedding gift for Travis. From Travis <laughs> to... It's for Travis. It's from Travis <laughs> to one-eyed Jack and Emily. She picked with it up love. and held it against her heart. She turned around when the door opened. Travis came inside. Yeah, he did. Bolted the door and turned to look at her. His breath caught in his throat, and he was suddenly overwhelmed by the beautiful woman he had managed to capture. Oh, he enslaved this girl. (laughs) She was dressed in a prim white nightgown that covered her from the top of her neck 
to the bottom of her slippers. Sexy. Keep it classy, ladies. Yeah, we are covering everything. It's coming back, you know. <laughs> Good evening, Mrs. Claiborne. Oh, <laughs> I just recently found out you're my stepsister. I was wondering <laughs> if that was where you were going with it. She laughed, and he felt as though he'd just been embraced by her warmth. He leaned back against the door and grinned at her. Don't be nervous. Why do you think I'm nervous? Because you just farted and I can smell it, <laughs> Emily. <laughs> you just threw your brush out the window. Yeah. She laughed again. I want it to be perfect for you. It already is. Mm. It was the most perfectly wonderful thing he could have said to her. Oh, how she loved this man. He removed his shirt, tossed it on the back of a chair. Oh, I lost my place. Sorry, I got distracted. <clears throat> Took off his shoes and socks next and then came to her. Oh. You aren't really nervous, are you, sweetheart? Just a little, she admitted. I know what's going to happen. I'm just not familiar with how. You mean you haven't made a thorough study on the subject? Yeah, he teased. Horse books. No, thing. but I imagine you have. He took the rose out of her hand and slowly trailed the fragrant bud down the side of her cheek. Fragrant bud. <laughs> mm. His gaze never left gaze, her. Gaze, yes. Yeah, <laughs> gay never left her. And within seconds, the apprehension she had felt was gone. I love you, Emily, and only you, he told her in a riff. Oh. Yeah, in a riff, yeah. In a rich, gruff voice. Just fucking making <clears throat> fun of her. Okay, <laughs> impatient to take her into his arms, oh. he put the rose back in the vase and carried her over to the side of the bed. She kicked her slippers oh, off on the way. she was already on the bed. No, she was Didn't he in the pick doorway. up the rose and then get her on the bed and no, rave her on her? Then he went back and put it on there, then picked I'm her up. I'm confused. Let's she move on. She teleported to him? <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to explain in detail what I'm planning to do? Oh, she please, knew. Travis, and all the fucking details. <laughs> she knew from the tone of his voice that he was teasing her. No, thank you very much. And then they had sex. <laughs> the, the end. end. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I'd rather you showed me. He oh. gently placed her in the center of the bed and came down on top of her. <laughs> oh, damn, dude. Did like, you have harnesses yeah, set up? Yeah, hanging up from a noose from the fucking <laughs> oh, <rafters>. no, <laughs> Jerking That's off. That's quite classy, like 1800s Western stuff. Careful to brace his weight with his arms, he leaned over her and stared into her eyes, savoring the love he saw there. I'm going to make a thorough study of you, Mrs. Claiborne. God, I love the sound of that. And when I'm finished, it's my sincere hope you'll thank me very much. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for the <clears throat> sex. Yeah, like, God, <laughs> full of himself. He was tossing her favorite expressions back at her. The way he was looking at her with such love and desire filled her with anticipation. Mm -hmm. With anticipation. And if she had trusted her voice, she would have told him he didn't need to worry about putting her at ease now. She was more than ready to become his wife in the most intimate way. Heaven help her, she was eager. Shivers raced down her spine when he nuzzled the side of her neck. She wrapped her arms around his shoulders and stroked his back. Mm -hmm. They're about to have some like really <coughs> soft, boring sex. He was determined to let her set the pace tonight. Oh, shit. You're in charge, girl. I'm yeah. laying here not doing nothing. This is after. He must be drunk. This is after she wrapped her arms around his and stroked his back. He was going to let her set the pace. Mm -hmm. And within minutes, he was richly rewarded. She oh. tugged on his hair, demanded he stop teasing her, and give her a proper kiss. One was all it took for passion to explode between them. By the time he removed her gown and his trousers, she was breathless with excitement, and he was having a hell of a time breathing at all. He knew more about her body now he knew more about how her body would react to him than she did. His hands were strong, yet incredibly gentle as he stroked the fire inside her. Oh. 
I don't know how you stroke a lady's fire. And when at last they joined <laughs> as one, it was all so oh, astonishingly exquisite. So fucking cute. Awesome. Yeah, just she couldn't contain her cry. She was overwhelmed with the love she felt for this man. He made it so perfect for her. He felt her tighten around him. Oh. And he gave in to his own climax, shaking now because he had never experienced such splendor before. Virgins? No, he'd been around, I think. It took a long while for he either. Put three fucking pumps in that girl. I thought you were going to say her. three fingers. <laughs> no, he says, smash, 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 sploosh, I'm out. Smash. All right. Um, it took a long while for either one of them to recover. They lay together in a tangle of legs and arms, and damn, he was so happy and content he thought he must be in heaven. She was so happy she needed to cry and laugh at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. She, <laughs> the satisfied look on his face was comical to her. Then she realized she probably looked the same way. He kept her in his arms when he rolled onto his back. She stretched out along his side and put her arm across his chest. Now, aren't you sorry you made me wait so long? She patted his chest while she gently corrected him. It was only two weeks. You knew that stagecoach was going to leave while you were kissing me, didn't you? Of course. Did you honestly think I was going to let you go? I honestly think I'm happy you didn't. He laughed. Ha, ha, ha. He was so pleased with her, he had to kiss her again. Then he let his head drop back onto the pillow and let out a loud, sleepy yawn. You put me through hell waiting to get my hands on you. He was exaggerating, of course. At least she thought he was. And she wouldn't have given up the last two weeks for anything. He had proven to her during that time that he was possibly the most romantic man in the entire world. He courted her with what he referred to as a vengeance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That sounds fucking violent. But <laughs> it sounds like they were being really fucking... He was being real mean. Real sweet. She had her. never had a chance against him. He warned her about that. But she had held out for as long as possible to give him time to make certain. He wanted to spend the rest of his life with her she had been concerned that it was the only in fact that it was only infatuation on his part and therefore he saw only the good qualities in her <coughs> he had set her straight about her misconception at dinner the night before by cheerfully listing every single one of her flaws and then slapped the fuck out of this her in front before, of her family yeah before the marriage like oh, i'm gonna tell you everything i know out of this shitty uh, about you in your <laughs> it's like, like wait a minute we know somebody that fits all this what <laughs> God, so. Somebody doesn't get a lot of compliments uh, in our backstories. From yeah. Two Timing Man, Is she our be book coming before? Back? No. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you about taking a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it took him a long time to get them said, too. And though she had been aware of a few, he pointed out several more she hadn't even known about. John's got moles on it. Oh, no, no, he hadn't seen it yet. At oh, this that's point. right. She was still stubbornly insisting that she wasn't stubborn at all. Do you know what I think, Travis? That one kiss goodbye led to this night. He rolled her onto her back again. I knew before then, and so did you. I love you. I love you, too. Emily? Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> nice. I gave her the guy's voice. <laughs> Emily? Yes. <laughs> Emily? <laughs> yes. Kiss me goodbye again. And that's it. And she goes, nope, and leaves. <laughs> it stops there. But why again? Like, are you are you leaving again? This book had Okay, but here at the end it says Pocketbook celebrates Julie Garwood's Claiborne series with a $2 rebate. Oof. <laughs> it's only a $3 book. <laughs> yeah, no, this... Uh, All right, let's recap. How I do think, we feel? Uh, I hated it. Did you like it? I think Travis is a punk, dude. It only got exciting when 
the shootout was happening and then when she went on the date with Jack and then the ending I was I was like mad the, the date with Jack was the best and it should have ended with a violent fuck scene and then it should have gone to that little basic but shit see, what that you Travis have to right remember after. that was what is so dull about this in the first place there are it's not a fun sex scene because it's supposed to be a virgin marriage right, but right. in God's eyes oh I know <clears throat> and not to offend but that dried me up a bit so <laughs> Uh, I am sick and tired of One Pink Rose. Julie Garwood, I think you're actually alive and out there. I'm sorry. Um, but it's our job to make fun of this shit. So here we are. Here we are. It's our job to write this shit. Well, and you know, uh, I was talking to somebody um, today about Fifty Shades of Grey, and she hated it. And I actually like liked it better than the movie. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Almost Those two-timing man was better than this. Well, At least somebody had a fucking grenade in that book, right? <laughs> there was like, a where even come situation. Into, yeah, you fucking run into a building. We're all about to die, motherfuckers. He pulls the pen. There, ah! Uh, <laughs> this was just a. Then shootout he got like scene. shot out a window on a mattress or some shit in an alley. Listen, but are you even into crazy. western stuff? As soon as I no, found dude, out I'm, this was like 1800s western, I was mad. Yeah, I was I, mad. I hated it. I'm not really into the whole country scene. Well, I. Yeah, I get. Like how am? much romance can you have in the fucking dirt, my guy? Well, that's when you go rolling the hay oh, and you watch the stars the in the back of the truck. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I went into a local. Fun. I went into a local bookstore to try to see if I could find some more of these, and there was literally an entire section of like cowboy romance novels, and I was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Yeah, I was like, "Never these. again." You got any ones with aliens and shit Dude. back in the day? Come on. Okay, so speaking of, do we have anything with anything? The what? next, just you asked oh, if we yeah, have yeah, any yeah. with. No. So the next book we're going to read mm. on our next installment. It's a surprise. You don't want me to tell you the title? No, I don't care. Tell me. A Donut a Day. <laughs> a Donut a Day. That's our next sexy Who wrote book. It? Oh, shit. I don't know. I didn't bring it with us. Oh. It's at the house. Right. But our well, next book that we're going to be reading then. is A Donut a Day. A Donut a Day. Yeah, I'm like, is this going to be like my 600-pound life kind of sex scenes? Like, I'm Oh, maybe. It's like you. a donut. Like, now, it's listen. really thick and Ooh. fucking like rough but yeah, uh, it's got to come out every day i don't know it's or be maybe juicy. they'll die maybe this will be a good book i'm interested yeah, i don't know but the characters on the front i will tell you is like looks like some kind of what uh rocky and bullwinkle what's the dude that was all dressed up in the red uniform and stuff the dude on the cover of this book looks like that i you gotta go back yeah, and watch yeah well time somebody can correct me about names and characters and dirt later but anyway thank you so much oh you're welcome not I'm really you oh. not to our <laughs> listeners for listening to bustles and bangers uh the podcast where we read these uh cheesy romance novels and this one had four endings pretty cool yeah so anyway glad it's over <laughs> glad it's over bye, bye.